Episode 89 of The Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. Howdy, Arturo. Like, uh, so we're at the end of the year. And uh, at this point, you know, we're getting all the stuff teased for 2022. You know what I mean? Cause, I know. Because 2021 is basically over, right? So, like, and Disney was like, no, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to in 2022. Because you know how... Warner Brothers had their DC fandom thing, and we talked about that, where it's like, we got new looks at Batman and Flash and all that. Disney was like, oh yeah, well, here's what's coming to Disney Plus. Just Disney. It's our turn now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Here's a bucket of shit to fucking watch. Yeah, they they dropped a bunch of like preview videos on Disney Plus about stuff they got coming in like 2022 and 2023 and stuff like that. And so first we'll start off with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, Ewan McGregor looks great. You know, and yeah, they're bringing, dude, dude, they're bringing um, back Hayden Christensen I as, am as so down. You know me, I'm a huge <laughs> Star Wars guy. Right. Um, I'm kind of a little bit tired of Mandalorian stuff going on, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, yeah. I like the fact that now we're going back full swing into um, pre-A New Hope, you know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah, like, like canonical stuff, right? Like, yes. Yeah, because... Yeah, this extended universe stuff is great with Mandalorian, and they got like a they got like a yeah, great in quotes, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like like it's great at Jace. Like me personally, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I'm a huge Star Wars fan because of the original trilogy, yeah, um, and because of the books and 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 the universe that was based and written around that original trilogy. So, like, um, everything that happens after Return of the Jedi, before Force Awakens, all that stuff in the books is fantastic. A lot of the books um, explore the timelines between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, A New Hope Mm -hmm. and Return of the Jedi, um, and all that stuff. And that's really where, honestly, the most interesting Star Wars story lies because it's usually going away from the Skywalkers. You know what I mean? Like, the stories Mm -hmm. that focus on a non-Skywalker is usually the most interesting ones in, in in the books you have boba fett and his daughter in that story you have also the the admiral thrawn stuff and you have the hive stuff and you have the the solo family like adventures in there with jason and jaina solo so i'm very excited about this obi-wan uh first off as you mentioned it brings back Hugh mcgregor into the fold big time just having him back i think yeah, kind that's of, that's a big deal. That's like huge, just, dude. Yeah. Huge. Like it, yeah. it definitely injects brand new life into the Star Wars name, in my opinion. Especially that particular connection to the Skywalker lineage. We got away from that with the Force Awakens and all that stuff, but now we're back to the actual direct Skywalker lineage and Skywalker timeline, right? Um, with Obi Wan. 
Yeah, and Ewan McGregor was kind of the best part of the prequels. Yes, like, he's he, really the best decision like Star Wars has made. In yeah, and a it was long, cool seeing long him. Time. I agree one hundred percent, and it was cool seeing him kind of evolve into being like the goat of that. Yeah, whole right. Like, like, it was awesome. like it was great. First, it was like okay, Ewan McGregor's like fine. Like when you're watching Episode One, you're like, yeah, he's a he's an okay Obi Wan, you know. But then yeah. by the end of like Revenge of the Sith, he's like. You were the chosen one. I was like, you. I was like, all yeah. into it, right? Like, it's I was great. like, um, yeah. and then, uh, and then they got Christensen coming back to be Vader. I don't know how that's gonna work, like, because because he's already I, I, in the Vader it, suit. Yeah, you know? I don't know either. Uh, they might have some scenes and segments in there, maybe where he doesn't have the the whole helmet on and, and all that stuff. Oh, and that you know what? That, that, it, it, yeah, because you know how he has like uh, this like hyperbolic chamber as well that yeah he uses for meditation and that'd be a good way to do it yeah yeah um Um, and and also what i really like it that um in that little trailer you got a lot in that little trailer um pretty much like it shows what he's been up to up until like luke finding him pretty much you know um that's what that's exactly what we need from a show like this. yeah dude Like, like and you can see how all the events that have gone on around him and like it's awesome i can't wait the production looks awesome already um, right looks like good yeah it yeah. looks great man ewan mcgregor looks great he was like that whole teaser real thing is him just going yeah it's gonna be good and i'm like you know what ewan mcgregor i believe and you. then <laughs> at the very end we fucking get darth maul yeah what like, i i don't know what's going on there because like uh did you ever see did you ever see that solo uh no yeah solo star wars story have you seen it no no i haven't seen it so it's from someone yeah you know me and my you know yeah i know you're not a star wars guy but it's not bad yeah and like and it brings back ball into the fold with that shit so it's like what capacity is he in 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 that movie he's a he's a darth like he he's actually saying stuff and he's like behind the like he, he's like the shadowy figurehead of like oh. the thing. Oh, so, so he's doing shit in that movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. like okay, he's living up to the Darth name. And so I was like, okay, that's cool. But so, like, uh, so do they show him like full body in that? I, um, if I remember right, it's just like his hologram like self. You know, oh, that's just, okay. Okay, they took the easy way out. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's like they they had to put a connection Listen, in there. Like they didn't I don't have care to, how. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't give a shit, dude. It looks awesome. And yeah. I totally popped um as a huge fan of um of Duel of the Fates of just that sequence in fucking Phantom Menace. You dude, get this yeah. rematch where like this fucking guy was cut in half by Obi-Wan, right? And dude. um and can't like, wait. Uh, can't wait. It 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 looks better than the Boba Fett show. They got a Boba Fett show coming this year. The Boba like, Fett show Honestly, um, I'm I'm fine. I like, said this I, before. I think we said it um uh, before in the, in the cast. I know I have. I'm a huge Boba Fett fan, but yes, I'm not yes. really looking forward to that show. I like the fact that he was a supporting character in Mandalorian. I think he was best kept that way. Like just him, if it popping in and out, just just um, it would have been cool to have him and the Mando just randomly meet up for a mission or something from yeah. time to time, or Boba Fett would just swoop in and save the day. Cause that's the kind of dude that Fett is. Fett is 
in and out, a silent assassin. He's a bounty hunter, a professional bounty hunter to the most elite level. Him having this whole, this whole like clan now or taking Jabba's like throne looks, it's very, it's very off brand and off character in my opinion for him. Um, And and also it's kind of a bummer because I wanted more Mando. Like I want more Mando already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We're getting Boba Fett instead of season three. And I'm like, ugh. That's nonsense. It's probably some kind of scheduling conflict with with Peter Pascal or something. Or Pedro Pascal, I should say. Yeah, because now he's doing like – He's doing that Last of Us show. I think that's what oh, it is. Oh, yeah. He's so it's definitely scheduling a, a complex. I think they want to try or allow him to do other things in order to keep him still in the in the fold. Because you know how this works, especially now. Um, it's 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 actually um quite an interesting thing. Text like uh recently now, especially d- during this pandemic era, um, where a lot of like top tier, B tier, A tier actors and actresses are like legit doing fucking TV shows now. Yeah, and uh, it's it's pretty awesome seeing like good talent finally in a smaller scale um and still delivering uh you know quality so um i'm glad the studios are allowing talent to explore other venues as well um in order to keep them you know in those kind of positions but um but yeah that's um that's disney uh, disney and, and disney's a fucking machine dude like they're cranking yeah. out like star wars shit left and right they're still working on the mando stuff they're working on what else are they working on oh the obi-wan stuff and yeah, i know they then, were working on the, um uh another show uh that gina carano show i think i got put on, oh no on hiatus, they, they right? yeah they canceled that shit the rangers um, one right oh no yeah, um, they, no rogue squadron is the one i'm thinking about actually yeah no that's that's a movie i think uh with but, patty it, it's, it's i'm sorry it's not patty jenkins it's um yeah that one's actually like it's it's uh it was delayed recently and oh yeah there were, there were reports that uh the creative differences reports are starting to pop up for Uh-oh. that one. so we'll we'll see what's going on with that but listen i know i, I know filmmakers have visions and stuff but listen just work with Disney this one time. I, I know it's and like you're the, in, and you're and you're in it for life. Yeah, because it, you know, I, I guess because Patty Jenkins came from the Warner Brothers side of things, where you know, where she was able to do basically whatever she wanted, you know, and now it's like now she's in the Disney machine, and it's like, well, you know, yeah, Disney but like, has listen, like I don't know, I'm I mean, not speaking. I'm not a big, <laughs> I'm not a creator, but I'm just saying, like. I mean, it take, seems the, like, take the money, right? Like, yeah. But listen, it, yes. Yes, I take the money, 100%. <laughs> but it also seems like, yeah, hey, you do this for us and we'll take care of you. Like right. anything else you want to do on the side, we'll fund it. You know, yeah, like – like even the like Taika Waititi's James yes, Guns, um, the you know, even using like the smaller brands they acquired, like the Fox Searchlight stuff, right? Yeah. Like th- they're still using that to allow these actors to output, you know, whatever they want creatively. But they're still working for the man. You know what I mean? So right. Disney knows. Dis- Listen, I don't know how they actually treat people, but from a business standpoint, they're fucking genius. I mean, speaking of business, the other side of things are the Marvel side, which is still what we got to like get through with the Disney Plus before we even talk about the big one. Yeah. Uh, they Speaking of all these TV shows and all that, so they got uh, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and, uh, and this new Hawkeye show, which is coming up... Um, by the time you're listening to this, you might have seen it already. Uh, they showed a they showed an extended clip of Hawkeye, and it's looking great. I can't wait to check it out. Like, I agree. I'm, I'm surprised. Like I'm surprised at how good it looks. Right? Like, yes, 100 agree on that. It looks fun, dude. Like yeah. it really looks fun. The script looks solid. Uh, Jeremy Renner looks like he's doing a good job, he, and it, 
I think yeah, not a lot I've seen there. Yeah, I think they tapped into that whole like you know with the Christmas vibe and the whole like old man too tired for this shit kind of thing. Yeah, it's, like, it's that diehard vibe, right? Yeah, like it, the- it really is. And on top of that, they also got like a good solid young actress in Haley Steinfeld to kind of uh, yeah. you know kind of keep him in like in the mix in terms of you know like the actual youth movement that's going on recently yeah Marvel, like know? like energy right like it's yes, keeping exactly. up with that new yeah. energy we're getting like and speaking of that new energy we got um that miss marvel show that's new new energy for sure that's new new energy because it's like there's no recognizable people in it you got this young you get this young actress at the middle and i i don't know much about the character but i mean it looks I don't fine. know either. Um, I know um, it uh, like it follows like a young Indian uh, girl, right? Um, a young Muslim girl, I believe. A Muslim? Uh, yes, yes, Muslim. Yes, because yes. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and and then um, I guess yeah, because I don't know how she gets uh, her powers or anything. Yeah, so. her name's Kamala Khan, I believe, and uh, like in the comics, she's an Inhuman. So they oh, is she? yeah, yeah, they might be changing that because you know what happened to the humans, but uh, <laughs> RIP, man, as they like, should, huh? That's interesting. Um, yeah, that one looks fine. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that, that one looks fine in terms of like ha- in terms of like a star girl audience, maybe you know, yeah, um, that looks fine. Um, for that CW kind of target, yeah, but, that's a good, it's a great um, point. I'm curious. Well, it seems like everything's just going to tie into the MCU now, right? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. It's all, like, it's all MCU. Like, uh, you got that She-Hulk show, especially, with, like, um, I forgot how to pronounce her name. It's, like, Tatiana Maslany or something like that, I believe. I'm... I just completely trashed her name, but, uh... Yeah, from that, uh, Black Orphan show, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Orphan... (laughs) From Orphan Orphan Black. Black. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, um... Yeah, and she's She-Hulk. She it's bringing back Mark Ruffalo as Hulk. I don't know. As both versions of Hulk, too. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, so, like, I'm wondering, is that flashback stuff? Is that, like, stuff before the blip? Is that, like, is this post-blip and we get to see how he heals himself? Because, you know, in, in Shang-Chi, he's back to normal everyday mm-hmm. Hulk. Uh, he's back to Banner. Yeah. But he's still got the arm. But then in She-Hulk, you get regular Banner without the arm sling. So, like... I'm wondering. I'm wondering yeah, what that, the deal is there. That honestly, to me, is the most intriguing question of this whole phase coming up. Like, I, I want to know that time gap there. What the fuck happened there exactly? I wonder if we're gonna see it in bits and pieces. I wonder if we're just getting it all in a flashback, either, either in She-Hulk or in a cinematic movie. But I'm very curious as to how um, our man got uh, back to normal. Yeah, me too. And then. Then you got Moon Knight, uh, the Oscar Isaac show, which is like it looks fucking wild already. Like, uh, yeah, well, what was the, the most wild thing was that accent he came out with, right, dude? Because I, it came out of nowhere. I'm like, who the fuck is talking right now, dude? Apparently, that's like that's like the whole thing with Moon Knight. So like he, so he's got three different personalities that, and I guess one of them has an accent, and like, you oh, know, yeah, and. Okay. Maybe like yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't. Know, I know zero about Moon Knight. I and I just know I, he gets his powers from like an Egyptian god or something like that. Yeah, right? and you know, and, and that's all I really know about Moon Knight. And he's like, from what I remember reading comic books, I remember when I was deep into comics, um, back in like college and shit like that. They 
came out with like a rejuvenated version of it, like a, like a mm. little reboot. And he was he was pretty much like a Batman in marvel you know like a batman okay. type of character um in terms of how he flows and in terms of how he fights and stuff like that i don't know exactly what his powers are because he has powers in comparison to batman who's just a fucking you know human being but i forget exactly what yeah, it is I guess but it looks good though i mean shit like it, it seems like uh i don't know like yeah it's way too early to tell whether or not i'm interested in it but like i want to see moon knight with like characters like daredevil and like when we get Blade back, and when we get like fucking, you know what I mean? Like, let's get the Midnight Suns in action. And is shit, you know? exactly I think what has to happen and what will happen. Because what's the point of um introducing Moon Knight with fucking Oscar Isaac playing him? You know what I mean? Um, right. and, and then you have fucking um uh what was his name? A Dane Whitman, right? Um, yeah, a, yeah a as, Black this, Knight, as this Black right? Knight and Eternals. And then yeah. we got confirmed uh, from Chloe Zhao herself that in the post post credit scene, it is Blade's voice you are hearing. Oh, so that was Mahershala yes, Ali? she confirmed it herself. That that was like the off-screen voice of Blade you heard there. Ah, so so oh, that that's very exciting. Ooh, but like, brother, ooh, again, brother. like... Again, in in Eternals, I wanted a different kind of connection. Oh, yeah, let's trash Eternals again. Right? Yeah, like, so yeah, I have to go back to that because yeah, go, go it, listen it sounds to good now because we're yeah. talking about oh the post credit here. But again, if you go back to the whole movie, it has nothing to do with the movie. But yeah, go go um, back and, and listen to that episode for the full breakdown. Yeah, but like, yeah, for sure. But, but I definitely. am excited if um, <laughs> but you're but you're totally right though, Tex. If if Moon Knight does find a way to actually connect these street level characters um, in a way that they can then be tied into that astral level uh, mm. conflict that's going on. Because, like, yes, you can have both. You know what I mean? You can. The universe I- is, is big enough to have both. But, yeah. but this is the big but. You're going to have to find a way to differentiate distinctly what you want us to absorb and and how and in what kind of like scale and timeline i'm not sure if that makes any sense but like, it, like no it's like no it me, does it's yeah. like hey you're giving me this fucking you know celestial kind of shit but then you're also giving me blade you know what i mean like, right yeah you can't you can't just have blade fighting vampires in exactly fucking, in you know like blade's you know not I mean? gonna like, help with the celestial you know what i mean he's not gonna go fucking you know and you know, call fucking um the, well, <laughs> what's his fucking um the comics the comics do this all the time right like they like they, they'll cut to a panel of like blade for example cutting like a kree alien's head off or something like yeah they'll show all of them fighting in the streets yeah. when there's like Again, a big like, invasion or something I, i'm right? not saying that you can't have them involved in some way because maybe towards the end of the phases like everything will come to a nice yeah, culmination I mean, like usual, we're gonna right yeah like in 10 years we're gonna need like avengers like avengers 10 or whatever, yeah and you're gonna have the fucking big like you know avengers assemble times two with like chris evans will be back as like old man captain america you know tony stark will be like like robert downey jones like robert downey jr will just be back in like his voice i know, you know just a floating head and shit yeah, or no he'll show up in the iron man suit but we'll never see him get out of it you know what i mean because by that point in 10 years like every everybody will come back to it yeah like, so that's that's the thing that um I am a little bit concerned with because you're giving us all these characters and you're not essentially tying them to each other. Um, right. And this was my big gripe with Eternals and how 
Um, for instance, in at the end of Venom, in the post credits, we get a direct tie to the Spider Man thing. Whether it was done well or not is not the point. Is that it? It, it was done. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it in Eternals, you kind of don't get that. You get the street level reveals, which kind of confuses you because you're like, wait a minute, you have these. Beings. You go from this godly fucking yes, one hundred percent exactly text like you go from these godly beings fighting this fucking a celestial being born out of the earth to, <laughs> you know what i mean it yeah. can essentially end human life as we know it right it, it, it's not even a snap of the finger like in thanos where it, it it kind of just you know immediately removed half the population no this would destroy the entire world you go from that to like the black knight blade shit and i'm like yeah, you okay. go from that to like a dude finding a sword right? yeah it's yeah. like oh you wouldn't believe you know my family history yeah we i i don't care yeah it's like <laughs> it she's like she's like yeah listen i'm good you know like <laughs> yeah she's like wow that sounds interesting okay <laughs> whatever it is Dave. Yeah. i'm sure it's lovely you know <laughs> i've been alive for ten thousand years that sounds great yeah uh, yeah um, finding a sword is not gonna really um uh right listen, just in the last week alone i just saw celestial being halfway born out of the earth so you, know, <laughs> you, you can find yeah. your sword and go vanquish some like werewolf or something you know Dude, what i mean but uh speaking of tying all this stuff in together and like let's talk about the big one right like yes so let's let's talk about the the big the big kahuna so we recently got another trailer for spider-man no way home no way home and this one confirms that yeah like we're getting a fucking multiverse sinister six it still hasn't been confirmed like i'm I know there are, like, leaks and reports saying that these two, like, the main two are coming back. At the same time, I don't want to believe it, because it's like, if I go in there going, oh, man, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are coming back, and then I don't get it, I don't yeah. want to be like, I don't want to be yeah. like, man, what a I'm shitty not, movie. You know I'm what I mean? not holding <laughs> my breath for that, just so it, I can be super shocked, but honestly, like, with but what, what we've already right? gotten... Yeah. It does make sense, yes. But that aside, with what we've already gotten to see, I think anyone is sh- should be just fucking lining up for a ticket. I, I know, right? Because you know I mean? like, fuck, so, dude. Because we got we got a multiverse Sinister Six. We or we got five Sinister we, we Five. Got, we got yeah, five. We, we got which five. Is, which five is very confirmed. like we Sandman, like, Electro, um, Green Goblin, yes, Doctor Octopus, and, and Lizard. And the yeah. lizard, yes. Yeah, so we got lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. We got Electro, Electro from Amazing Spider-Man as well. Yes, and then uh, and then the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. We got Green Goblin and Doc Ock. So it's yeah. like, and, and Sandman. So it's yeah. like, ooh. So there's there's a lot of questions. Like, okay, who's the sixth one? Who like are is that Venom? Like, is that like? Do they do that? Like, do they do like? The whole like the whole thing is the trailer is very exciting, and then on top of all these returns, you have that last moment in the trailer where where Strange is like, "Oh, they're coming out! I can't stop them!" Yeah, yep, yep, dude. So my guess is that that's the final scene we get in the movie because you know how these trailers always show us like the last scene of the movie and then you kind of forget about it until you watch the movie. It happened with Eternals. They pretty much fucking showed the celestial like yes. halfway out the ha- out of the earth. Yeah. So how <laughs> much you how much you want to bet that like fucking Strange is like oh, I can't stop them. They're coming through and then the whole sky opens up and then it like cuts to black and then like. 
Spider-Man and, or Doctor Strange will return in Multiverse of Madness. Like, how much you want to fucking bet, dude? Like, I don't know. Listen, listen, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because it for the first time, they've given us a trailer without re- really giving us where the story's going. You know? That's true. We don't, like, yeah. It's like, That's- yes, we already had heard about the potential of, you know, baddies from previous movies and maybe Garfield showing up or Maguire. We've heard that. We heard it already. We heard it. We heard it. But we got the trailer and it was, A, way better than we ever anticipated it to yep. look. Right? I agree. B, it left us with so many more questions than it did answers, which is awesome. Usually trailers these days don't do that. Um, You're right. You're right. We have so many questions in there in terms of just timeline alone. Like, like A, like, uh, like not even A, but there's a, a whole alphabet of fucking questions. Like, there's a hobgoblin or a green goblin. Dude, remember? Oh, there's yeah, a, that's true. There's a there's, shot a, of, there's like, a, yeah. somebody on that fucking, like, hover cycle thing, right? On the, You're right. Um, like, throwing shit. But he had long hair. Yeah, it's you know definitely I mean? not like. So th- I don't think that's fucking like unless that's fucking. Uh, what Franco? You no, unless that's Willem Dafoe from the, uh, the Atlantis with the long hair. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. It's, it's fucking what was um, his name in there? Volko or Velko yes, or something yes, like yes, that? exactly. Yeah. So we have that alone. That like like small snippet. There was um uh, uh snippets as to this tower. They're erecting a Captain America shield with, on top of right, the Statue yeah. of. There's the question of is is Mary Jane gonna die like Gwen Stacy? There's dude a lot, a lot of questions. The questions about the other Spider-Mans, the questions about Doctor Octopus's arms. Like those arms are the they're different. They're not yeah. the same ones as so, the movie. So the big theory with that is that the the nano you know the nano machines in the Iron Spider suit yeah, yeah. infect the arms, and so that's why they turn all red and go all Stark techy. That's so, pretty cool. And also, like, another thing, um, Alfred Molina looks to have a pretty big role. Like, even in the trailer alone, he's you hear him all the time in the trailer, which is awesome if he does play, like, another epic kind of thing. Because Then, it, then again, what if it's not a big role? What, what if, yeah. He, what if yeah, he's in right? there for, like, what if he's – so what if he's the first one to pop up? You know what I mean? And yeah. because, you know, he's the, like, so let's say he's, like, the first villain that comes through and starts attacking Peter and stuff like that. And then, then all the shit hell breaks loose because it's like, oh, okay, he, you know, and then they lock him up and then they start focusing on, you know, because when you get to like the, the, the battle scene of that construction site, he's not, he's not really there. You know, uh, he might be fighting against, he might be fighting with Spidey. And, yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Because like, it's, I, there's so exactly. much, go- I was there's just so say, much going on. We all on. know the character of Doc Ock was very complicated in terms of, you know, yeah. where he lied. It was, it was the fucking, it was the arms it that was fucking the arms, you made know? him all crazy. So, so. Uh, maybe he is helping them out. You know? But again, a lot more questions than there are answers. And I'm very excited to kind of just see this all unfold, man. Um, I'm not sure how long the movie is, but I know for sure I will definitely be in okay. it to win it every dude, single fucking second, bro. Dude, Eternals was two and a half hours. Like, Spider-Man better be two and a half hours. I'll fucking I take want it. three hours for Spider-Man, dude. I'll like, like you, you know but, what? You're but right. You see, like, a movie you're, you're like that right. deserves the length because we know the lore. We know what's at stake. We know the amount of characters that they're bringing back and what they're doing. I'm ready, dude. I'm so and fucking you know ready what? for this shit. And Holland, Holland saying he, he approached it as like a finale for his, like his Peter Parker. So I was like, Interesting. I was like, okay, so there you go. And that's another reason why it should be fucking 
close to three hours because it's like because it is it is the third the third movie in the trilogy so yeah and like and then if you do get andrew garfield and toby mcguire back you like i'm gonna want to see them you know what i mean like i'm like if if we have the other villains for like the whole movie i'm like i don't want them to show up for just five minutes like i want them to be like agreed i don't want a fucking um like a bullshit cameo you know like yeah. if, if, if you're gonna do it and you're gonna be in the spider suit i want you on screen for a while yeah like it's cg anyway right so it's like give us 30 minutes of like cg spider-man's fighting you know and like it's oh, so dope dude so like he's gonna need help right yeah yeah because that's six you know he's gonna need fucking help he's gonna need help from somewhere and we don't and even like, know who the six is and, and and that again is also what's awesome is it michael keaton is it somebody else are they gonna bring somebody different you know yeah, we don't know you're right and then like so one of the wildest series that i've seen about this uh so like imagine toby mcguire takes his mask off in front of the tom holland's pd and then he goes uncle ben so it's like, <laughs> 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 so it's like I'm at like fucking Tobey Maguire is the Uncle Ben of the MCU, you know, and like that's hilarious. Yeah, that'd be fucking funny, but like, oh, I can't wait, bro. Yeah, like that's just so many of the possibilities. And then like the other thing too is why stop at three, right? Like you have yeah. other Spider Mans, and you don't have to have them take off their masks or anything. Like, uh, listen, you- like. <laughs> That correlation that Venom made directly to Spider-Man, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's going to have to have some kind of payoff at some point, right? I mean, if not here, then, like, a Venom 3, like, or Spider-Man 4 with Venom in it, or, like, either way, you're right. There's just, there's so much to be excited about. There's so much we don't know. Yeah, dude. And you know what, too? Like, um, I can see a kind of, like, a whimsical kind of Venom Spider-Man movie going, because the way they written venom the way right. uh, that uh tom hardy's playing him i think um it would go well if they don't overdo it you know with the spider-man kind of back and forth and shit you know yeah maybe like that a, should be fun maybe like a buddy cop kind of yeah comedy, yeah 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 you know? exactly exactly like something along those lines for sure yeah because i don't think we need black suit spider-man like uh i don't think i, I need like evil tom holland no you know? like, i'm good i'm good i mean like if they do if they are the same movie, it's going to be hinted at at some point. You know what I mean? He's going to, yeah. like, like, a symbiote is going to take over him at some point for the shits and giggles of it, you know? Right. Yeah, there's, you're right. There's just certain stuff they have to do. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm excited because it's like, this is Avengers Endgame level thing, but it's also, like, Spider-Man's, you know? And Spider-Man's so much bigger than, like, Marvel. I don't know if that even makes sense, right? Like, no, it's true. It's true. That's, that's why Sony's I, I been able, like, Sony's been doing shit off of one character, and yeah, it, it's because it's because Spider-Man's so fucking they big. They've been doing dude. it for the last twenty years, right? So yeah, this it. is this is their end game. Like this, this is their end game. Like so, it would make sense. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go in expecting those big cameos, but like, but you see though, like what's Calling it like an endgame kind of thing is a little weird because oh yeah, it's still the phase hasn't really even kicked yeah, off yet. You know what I mean? Right. Oh fuck. That's and the so fact that Strange right. is in this movie, it's like, are you gonna kick off the Marvel stuff, like the direct Marvel MCU Kang shit, or Dude, are you right. kicking off some Sony timeline or something? You're, you know? Oh, you're so fucking right. 
is that's strange, what I don't know. Like, is because, Strange like, the villain? Like, is Strange going to be like because think about it, like number because six? Marvel can be like, oh, uh, Sony and Marvel have a contract uh, for this, this, and that, right? So, what's the best way to kind of finally tie it off cleanly? You know what I mean? Would be to cause this. This multiverse shit, which would allow Sony to bring in all their other properties and make bank on their shit, too, while also giving Marvel, uh, like, you know, some money, of course, uh, you know, in the box office. So we don't know where this is going to go. This is why I'm so excited about it, because for the first time in a while, uh, Marvel has got me fucking confused as to what's going down and like how it's gonna go down and where it's going maybe releasing eternals the way they did was on purpose to kind of just you know yeah, like shoving it in between shang chi and Spider-Man, yeah in order to you know make us I mean? forget about the can <laughs> stuff and the timeline stuff you know what i mean and the yeah. loki stuff that we kind of you know spoke about a bunch I, of episodes ago yeah i hope this helps to like clear that up because loki loki it did set up a multiverse and timelines and stuff, but it's also very like very tight. Yeah. You know, and you wouldn't want to force other creators into that kind of tightness. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like you should have a like I hope this gives us a looser multiverse. Yeah, but they have where, to start like, getting that connection to, you know, volume three of Guardians. You're you know right. I mean? Yeah. Of um of Thor Love and Thunder as well. That's it's what like, I'm saying. Like, I, I, we got all these movies coming up, and it's like, yo, come on, let's get this shit rolling already, bro. That's what I'm saying. The sky's cracking open, cut to black, Doctor Strange will return in multiverse of madness. So we, Tex, we'll I see. hate you. I hope that I hope it doesn't happen. Because <laughs> like yo, it's like I just... want I want closure, but I want also continuation at the same time, you know? Right. It's been so long since uh since Marvel's got us excited again, you know? It's it's been since Shang-Chi. Like it, it feels like a long time because that's how long Avengers like that's how long Eternals felt. Like it Eternals oh, took so much you. energy out of us. That it, 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 you know what? Like I'm telling you, like it, like what was the original release date of that movie? I don't even know, dude. It there's there's no way like it's gotta have been like before all the cool shit started happening, right? <laughs> dude, I don't even f- I don't even fucking know. Ah, like, uh, what a bad movie that was. Yeah, yeah, like. Anyways, folks. Yeah, let's let's talk about a good movie or two. Yeah, man. like I can't wait to talk about Spider Man. Um, a text was saying the year is pretty much over, but we have Spider Man still left. We have the Matrix Four still left. We got a couple huge releases still left for you guys. Um, for this remainder of the year, and an awesome release that just came out, and uh, our uh, uh, feature presentation for the uh, for the day is uh, none other than Ghostbusters Afterlife. This movie was originally slated to come out, um, I believe, the summer of 2020, um, yes. and yes. they pushed it all the way back to November, right before Thanksgiving of 2021. And just off the bat, um, I had a lot of fun with this movie, man. Um, I definitely, I would say pay for it only because it gives you something to watch in theaters that you finally can be satisfied with overall from start to finish um Mm. i say that because all of my other theater experiences have been kind of whack this year um and this is the first movie that i'm like yo i'm satisfied i'm down i'm good with this shit you know what i mean and i had a lot of fun with it not only because of the new characters they introduced but also with how smart they wrote in the uh, nostalgia ties into the movie right it wasn't fully thrown in your face like it was with the um, other iteration of ghostbusters that honestly it wasn't really given a fair chance but we're not here to talk about that but this new one man they did it right they were able to kind of connect everything in a way where it made it very smooth so this is like pretty much 
like the phase, I mean, the trend that's going on in Hollywood where you grab an original movie and then you make like a dedicated, a proper part two for it, you know? So this, you can yeah. say, is a legit Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, uh, forgetting even, the whole Vigo stuff and the walking Statue of Liberty shit. Yeah, because they even get rid of the Ghostbusters 2 logo, right? Yes. Because, like, cause, cause like uh, I remember in Ghostbusters 2, they actually changed yeah. it for the fucking... Ghost had the two, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, like, so they got rid of that, and you're right, this is a proper, like, jumping off of your point, I would, like, just to quickly say it, I would also say pay for it. Like, why not? You know? Yeah. Um, if, it's, if you it's don't want to, like, movie. if you're looking for a movie, like, over the holidays to check out at the theater, go check out that one. And if not, if you want to wait at home, pay for it as soon as it's available digitally. You know what I mean? But, like, they, they this one had a, like, it's like, what do you do with a Ghostbuster sequel? You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's 30 years, these OG dudes are, like, fucking 60 years old. Yeah, you know? they're like, fuck and, this shit. <laughs> and, like, the joke from the original one is that they're, they're a bunch of slubby, like, exterminators type guys you know what i mean and it's like you can't really do that twice and you can't really do that with dudes who are like fucking a billion years older than they were in the original so it's (laughs) like so what do you do and i guess the the alternative was to make it like a kid adventure type of movie where these kids are discovering this old legacy of like yeah yep and and like so, I guess uh, jump like just to jump right in. Uh, full spoilers from here on out. Spoilers, right? Full spoilers. Folks. One of the major complaints that I've seen. So let, let's talk about the nostalgia of it all, Arturo. Yeah. Like, so because this whole thing is it, built on nostalgia. It's of course it is right. It turns it turns the comedy of Ghostbusters into like this renowned like oh he was a Ghostbuster. Like they say these things with like complete sincerity you know what i mean so it's you know and in my head i'm like oh come on come off of that you know what i mean but like this movie takes it very seriously and it takes it but also that's not a bad thing right no no it's not it's not it really isn't like i think um what are they saying about the nostalgia thing are they like what are they saying so uh, a lot of what I'm seeing is that, you know, first of all, it's not a, like they go, oh, it's not a comedy. It's not like a and the nostalgia it, because it turns into like, you remember how one of the big complaints about Rob Zombie's Halloween was that it turned because it, it turns into like a beat by beat remake of the oh, original. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. And so that's one of the main complaints about this one is that like the climax I, I of mean, this movie turns into the climax of Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, 1. but like okay, and so my defense to that is like that's the easiest story that you could tell. I honestly, agree because 100%. If, like everything's already established, bro. Like you don't have to create a new lore or a new threat, a new like apparently because this is like um an apocalyptic like level threat. You don't have to do that, and like that. The one with Christian Wick, for example, that one tried to do that. And, and like, you really didn't get into it, you know, because it was very hoopla and all that stuff. But this one, like, A, if you're a fan of the old stuff, you already know, oh, Gozer, dope. You know, you know the deal with that. You know what I mean? Right. And, and B, like, it's a fun kind of story in terms of um the threat because it, it involves the key master and the gatekeeper so like it involves people around you as well which honestly like paul rudd is such a paul rudd character in that movie yeah <laughs> he was very paul rudd i'm like yo i haven't seen you act this way since yeah, he was fucking, just paul like, rudd. yeah dude since like, what since man i it's haven't been seen a while because he's been, been a in, while he's been in like the marvel machine right he's like, so it's hey like, i'm gary <laughs> i'm like that's such a paul rudd thing man and then like you know 
in my head, I'm thinking it's new to these kids. Yes. Like, these kids don't know anything about it. And no. if you if you look at it through the lens that this movie is trying to make you look through, like, it's it's through the kids. And, of course, you have McKenna Grace and once again being the fucking standout of, like, yeah, a dude, fucking yep, movie. Yep, like, agreed. once, once, like, holy shit. Showing she, her range, too, bro, because she hasn't shown that kind of range in terms of, like, Showing, not showing the, that range, but showing that kind of character where she's right. kind of very like not a kid kid, you know, but right. very like um, a very mature kid, a very kind of like um, too 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 old for their age kind of persona, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm glad she got to play that because we've seen her in the past before actually play her age and do it very very well. And and for once, I don't hate Finn Wolfhard's character. Yeah. Um, or him he, as a as an actor himself. So I I think it's because he doesn't do that much in the movie. I, I has to be what I, it is. It has to be what it is. So, but that's also a good thing, right? Like it's like yes. you have you have to give it credit for like yeah, sure he might have been in there as like a oh he's the Stranger Things kid and they're doing Ghostbusters Stranger Things vibes and you got to throw him in there. But at the same time, like. You got to give them credit for like pushing him to the side. And yeah, like, and yeah, it's cool because <laughs> like that's great, but also they made him like just the driver, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's they, like, oh, he's just the him. driver character, you know? Yeah, he, he, it, he doesn't have any other use than just being the driver. That's what I liked also. They used the, the older kids that weren't too into the, what's the word? Too into the actual lore of everything that's going on, you right. know? As they just. The side characters. It's like, yeah, okay, you were, guys are going to help us fight crime right now. They were much. used sparingly. Like, yeah. it was, yeah, they had their own little storyline going off as a side, you know. It was but smart. Then, like, it was smart. And yeah. then, um, like uh, I was saying before, this Gozer storyline also helps the writers use the extra characters as well. Because you need the gatekeeper and keymaster, you're like, okay, who am I going to grab that can, uh, you know, uh, make this fun? You know what I mean? Because first they right. grabbed um the mom and Paul Rose character, and then the mom got, you know, cured out of that stuff. She got helped and then it, um grabbed uh, Finn's girlfriend or whatever her name was. So it, it was cool because right. it, it got to use the characters um in a fun way. What would you think about Zool? So that's the complicated part, right? So, yeah. like, this is where... I'm like I I don't necessarily like all the references to part one, yeah. Because you know, that's the thing. Like here I am saying it's new to these kids, but also as a viewer, it's not new to me. So like I'm sitting here and they're like, oh, not here, only Zool, and I'm like, eh, you know. And then, but Gozer Gozer themselves was like super fucking cool. Like it's like, oh, this is the vision they had, uh, like of Gozer than from the fucking original one. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, where it's like the whole electricity and like in in terms of like in terms of how everything looks like I think I think just visually everything's great like I I think just across the board there's a good mix of practical and CG practical is used in like these very key moments like uh with the return of the fucking cab driver for no fucking reason you know you have the fucking the eyeball ghost from the cartoon. Yeah, um, it's uh, no, I agree with you, man. Like, I I like the fact that they made it for kids, bro. Like, yeah, it's, it's a kids movie, it's dude. For like, kids. it's for kids movie. It's it it's 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 for me to to show my kids. Yo, look, it's Ghostbusters. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it it still it still has that 
kind of je ne sais quoi of the you know the original movie and in the background because that's how it was threaded the story but it's definitely for my kids for a younger generation the in terms of older fans liking it i'm not sure how they feel about it i think i think the fans have been receiving it well it's it's like the critics and stuff who have like it's one of those movies that's annoying yeah, it's actually a decent movie too. So it, it is decent, and it's like you want to hate it because it's just a Ghostbusters sequel. Because like Ghostbusters, the I rewatched the first one. It's not perfect. No. It, it it's definitely not. Like I mean, you got you fucking Dan Aykroyd gets a ghost blowy. You know what I mean? Like so yes, yes, not, yes he does. And then we and then there's other scenes there. Let's see, we see we have um Bill Murray harassing women, right? Yes, we have uh, a Sigourney Weaver nipple. Um, yes. by mistake when <laughs> she gets grabbed by the fucking monsters it's again it's not the 80s was different and wasn't it wasn't even made for kids so a, a, a ghostbusters were was pretty much made for like you know adults right. like the snl watching crowd you know right and and like yeah it's it's a funny movie but it's also not like like laugh out loud funny it's no. also not like no. you know and no it's it's like yeah you you have a core group that's like so they work so well together but also it's just like they don't work well together like it's this energy that uh, obviously that they couldn't replicate right so it's like oh yeah because it was totally awkward especially with bill murray i'm like yo like i get you don't want to be here right now but just kind of you know just kind of yeah. smile <laughs> it's, it's an energy yeah it's an energy they obviously can't replicate and then so it's like with part with this one it's like what were they supposed to do yeah you know and the the like i going back to what i was saying in the beginning the answer was just completely change the fucking like this isn't a comedy this is this is going kid adventure discovering the ghostbusters lore and like a goonie shit you know yeah it's it's goonies because like i think i was i was really fucking invested like yeah, i found i I, I'm surprised. Like, I found myself so fucking invested for, like, that first, like, basically before the fucking ghost shit pops off, I was, like, really fucking into it. Like, like a fucking, um, a podcast. This little Yeah, dude, this podcast is awesome. Yeah, like. <laughs> he stole every scene that he, he was in, man. Dude. It was great. The, the biggest fucking laugh I had in that movie is when the fucking, uh. Was it Shandor's body's like turning around and he's like, oh my God. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest fucking laugh I had in that movie. I was like, you know what, podcast, this kid, I'm like, let me keep an eye out for this kid. Let's, yeah. Yeah. He had very good a comedic timing, like very good comedic timing. So yeah, like, they wrote his script very well. I, I wonder where he did, like, where they found that kid because he was yeah. on point, bro. And that's, on that's the thing, point. right? Like, this, this movie, like, I don't get where the complaints are coming from. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Because it's got it's got great kids in it, you know, which is like a fucking that's a, such a rarity these days, yeah. right? Like it used to. Like we've talked about before how it used to be like, oh man, all these movies got great kid actors. Everybody's got to step up. But then like the pandemic happened, and all of a sudden all the kids are bad again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. Like everything we've been we've been seeing a lot lately, where we're like, man, that's a rough kid acting, you know? Like, oh, but I don't know. Like, so I guess I guess my next question to you, Arturo, is like, so let's talk about the big returns, right? Like, so yeah, let's, let's um, talk about the the ghost Egon, the ghost Her- Harold Ramis, who apparently the director got like ex- like permission from Ramis's family for it, 
So I mean, I would assume so. It, like they did a great job, you know, uh, CGing his face yeah, to the I, ghost. Yeah, I'm wondering if that was like a dude they dressed up. You know, I don't or, know. Maybe it's footage of him or something like in some other aspect that they used because that was like that was like on fucking point, dude. That was scary how on point that actually was to the point where like, yo, did he do these scenes or something <laughs> before he passed away? But um, but honestly, like that got me. Like I didn't that surprisingly connected with me. Like I, like I I knew at some point. The ghost was gonna show up because you know the, uh, the story flow. Right? Yeah, like um, as soon as as soon as yeah. she was like, "Oh, it's my estranged father." Yeah, yeah, no, I, no, I, like, okay, I automatically gonna, knew they're, that they're gonna reconcile, right? Yeah, but off like, the bat, oh, okay. though, but off the bat, like they didn't hide it whatsoever. Off the bat, like he showed up, like as a ghost. You're, you're absolutely right. So yeah. like it was like, no, it's no mystery. Nah, it's me. It's it's me hanging out here. It's my house. You know what I mean? So I kind of dug that. Um, that they didn't wait to get into it. Like, oh, the, the big reveal. No, no, we knew. And, yeah. and even McKenna Grayson, it's like, that's my grandfather. You know? Yeah, and those were also good scenes, too. Yes, I, I, I think those, thing and all those that, are, yeah. Yeah, my favorite scenes in the movie of, like, the, the like the light guiding them around. Yeah, like, the Pixar lamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, it, it was awesome. Um, that whole thing, that, dude, like, I honestly got choked up when everything was revealed and he was helping them out and he, you know, he did his father thing. Again, I'm a dad with a daughter, so right, that hits me personally. Right. So, so that was awesome. I definitely liked that. Um, Bill Murray was always, he feels yeah. very awkward in it now, man. Like, if you, it's like I said, dude, like, maybe you should have been killed off too. You don't really yeah, feel like, like he, yeah, he finally did it for the money. Cause like after all, I these did years, like his post credit right? scene though. I have to admit. Um, yeah. Because like to throw back to the original stuff. And, um, and he's got like such good chemistry with Sigourney Weaver. Oh, dude, You're perfect. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that whole scene was endearing as fuck. I was yeah, like, oh, you guys like, are awesome. That was kind of worth the price of admission, right? Agreed. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. I think I, I think that was worth the price of admission. Again, but that's like me. Like I was already high on nostalgia Like when that showed up. And when that showed up, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my and God. Then, this is the scene. <laughs> and then you got the, the Winston scene at the end teasing oh, that he's going to pick it up from there. Dude, so it's and, like, and just the fact that Winston got so much love um, in terms dude, of his, you know – his written future, right? Yeah, that's so good. Cause that's like, so awesome. He's super successful. Because remember when he first joined up, he he's was just the dude. Know, he's just the dude who gets hired, right? He like, was honestly he was the token black guy in the movie that yeah. they needed to put in there. That that was the truth back then, you know. And it's dope to see how much his character, honestly, Zedemore fucking is like a cult hit, dude. He's he's low key one of my favorites. It's also it's also because the dude himself, oh, like, dude, Ernie Hudson's a fucking. He's a king amongst kings, my man. Yeah, not only that, but like he's also championed the fucking Ghostbusters franchise. You know, yes. he's not he's not a weirdo like fucking Dan Aykroyd. You know what I mean? But- I know. Yeah, like <laughs> out of all of them, though, it, it seems like he's the one most still tied to that kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Um, but I think it's his. I think comedy roots or something. I don't know. But he's just very. He was the most. Him and and Ernie Hudson were both. They fit well. It was natural for them to kind of be there. Like. Ernie for the being the financial backer kind of thing, and then Dan Aykroyd for being that old washed up Ghostbuster. You yeah, know? the fucking yeah, like yeah, like I, you, I did like that update for him. Yes, I honestly, you did. always yeah. need that though. That guy, that jaded guy. You know what I mean? Like, like that's why it works so well with um with Egon's story, him going out to the farm, and then um a, a, a Ray um not liking him anymore because he took all the equipment and all that stuff. So. 
I dug that. But Bill Murray just putting him in there sucked the life out of a little bit of the scenes there because you just felt like he wasn't in it, you know? Yeah, because it, it's one of those you, things you where it's like, it, bro. It, it's, it's one of those things because it, in the first one, that was his whole character is that he clearly like he was only doing it for the money. And, yes, you know, yes. And it's like, that's fine. You know, that's fine for a character in a movie you know, because it, it makes for good comedy. But it's like it's also, oh, you have to bring this character back and you bring back all of that memory of him with him where it's like, oh, he's only doing it for the money. And it's like, why would you be doing this? You know, it's yeah. Like, and- Especially, you're absolutely right about that. Especially with the severity of the threat. Yeah. Like, hey, listen, like, you know what happens if this is like, you were there back in in 84. So you know the threat level. Why are you so, all right, I guess I'll do this because I'm Garfield, you know? Yeah. And that's, I I think that's just like. That one out of all of it, that one. It's funny because I'm such a big Bill Murray fan, but the way he's treated this franchise like he like i get you don't care for it like that because you're not like he's not living for the comic cons you know what i mean right so i get it but like fans like myself and the people watching it want a little bit more oomph from you you know what i mean a little bit of that murray swag that you kind of you know spit out that's why that's why he was only in it like uh, for that and then the post credits that's why he was only like again he was only I'm there glad, to, to do that and do the scene with sigourney weaver i'm you glad the post credits was there because if not he would have left terrible taste in my mouth yeah you're right because yeah. it it totally brought it back right you're like oh yeah this is why they brought you back this yeah i'm like, like yeah. oh dude absolutely right you're like oh my god this is great this is great um and, and then and then you have sigourney weaver back <laughs> i'm just, glad like, they brought her back to, you know like even in the smallest capacity so that was yeah, cool like just to just to imply that they've been like in contact with one another this whole time you know what i mean yeah like, yeah that's uh like again like they did a good job in weaving the nostalgia into it without dumping everything on it. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. It's like now now they have a franchise. It's like do now you, I'm good off a franchise? I, I mean, am also good on that. Cause like I like the idea of the post credits going Winston going, I wanna pick this up. I'll and take a TV show. You you know what? I think Right? I think that's fair. I'll take I, a TV show. I hey, would, you, hey, you put those fucking kids together, bro? Um, I, I, I would. I, I'll watch them. I would take a TV show. I. You're 100 right. It just sucks that Sony doesn't have their own streamer. You know, so it's like. Listen, just go it, with Netflix or something, bro. But if honestly, anything, like, like even then, honestly, I would, I would 100 be down with seeing just the four young um actors. We got podcast McKenna Grace, um Finn and um Finn's girlfriend, whatever. Her yeah, name is, I, forget. I forget her name, but because, um, like they yeah. say it like twice, and like, yeah, I totally but, forgot. Uh, yeah, but she was serviceable. Like in the group, in the group, like yeah, she was good for the dynamic. She, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. She fit well. I would definitely watch. I think a movie with them, maybe like if they ever decide to do something, like yeah, hey, bring look, back, like bring back fucking uh, Winston as the guy fucking funneling the money. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, um, but again, like I think this kind of um, story and kind of concept would work best in like a TV show, man. But like, also, uh, yeah, also. This is fine at like yeah. Just also, I'm good it, with right? this too, man. Because like the whole teasing the future of the franchise, like that's a good ending. Also, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good ending for Winston to be like, yeah, I want to pick this up and like you know bring all this shit back. You know what I mean? So it's like that's a good place to end it. Like in a book, that's where you'd read it. You'd be like, you know what? That's a good ending. You know, like Ghostbusters continue, and it's like that kind of thing. And, yes, um, exactly. And um, and just to tie that all up, I definitely 
you know what? I retract my statement. I don't want, uh, I, I wouldn't want another movie. I think this actually, in terms of the Ghostbusters history and the lore of the Ghostbusting and everything we got in terms of that legend of Ghostbusters, I think this kind of ties everything up very nicely and kind of ends that, you know? Yeah. Um, you can always have that Winston funneling money for something else like as like oh the future is bright for ghostbusting or whatever yeah exactly that's exactly yeah. what i was getting to where it's like oh the future is bright for them like as a company as yes. a ghostbusters exactly that, you know yeah but, but i definitely think if if they walk away from the ghostbusters brand itself right now i think that'd be dope what they can actually do i just i thought about it that's in my d i had with the kids make it into an animated show yeah, just do real Ghostbusters too, you know. But yeah, um, but with the kids, boom, yeah. done. If money. not, no money now. You know the toy <laughs> and the merchandise you got with that shit. Like, uh, like all you need, Sony, is a way to kind of peddle it. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's one of those things where like Ghostbusters Afterlife is probably the best thing Ghostbusters fans can hope for. It's just a solid movie about yeah, the Ghostbusters, you know, because like, really is. Yeah. this is more than they got from part two, you know, because part two is just part one again, classic 80s sequel, right? Where it's like <laughs> the 80s. Yeah, part two like, actually in retrospect is really bad, but uh, oh yeah, and, no. and really out there in terms it's, of like, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> it's so bad. It made part one look worse. You know, it's, it's that kind of bad sequel. You know, it's so bad. It makes you go, why did I even like this shit in the first place? <laughs> but but afterlife, um, yeah, I, dude. Um, afterlife was good. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad it was satisfying. Yeah, I, I was afraid that the yes. movie itself was not gonna be good, um, because of just that. You know, just the fact that they've been, you know, trying the name of Ghostbusters in the mud yeah. for a long time now, and and the fact that they finally. I remember when. We got the teaser for Afterlife, right? You remember with uh, the, the car sneak peek and the poster and stuff like right. that? We were like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Um, and so then, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm glad it turned out well, man. I'm glad it turned out well. I, I recommend you guys go watch it. If you guys want, go watch the one from 84. Because, um, again, like you were saying before, as to um, why people had issues with this, it's the same shit as Force Awakens, if you think about it, right? Like, Because yeah. uh, Force Awakens is a new hope. This is kind of the same thing, but with a little twist in the beginning. But um, that being said, I recommend it. I recommend it to your kids, too. It's it, it's like a, a cool kids movie. I'm going to show it to my kids when it comes out on TV. Oh, nice. Um, uh, because it looks like fun. I want them to get into that stuff. Yeah, because uh, I was yeah. I was wondering how like the the horror aspect of it would play with kids. Yeah, know? especially uh, just having podcasts there. I think the kids would have a lot of fun, and it, it, it's cool to see them see their age also in cool movies and shit. Like not just showing yeah. them these old horror movies with the fucking Dude, old people in it. You and, know what I mean, <laughs> and no shit. Like uh, I think. I guess it's because of how old we are, you know, yeah. but it's like these kids are like kids now, you know, because yeah. remember when we were, it, yeah. I don't know what it was, but like in 80s movies, it always seemed like the kids are like fucking 30 years old. And but shit. they were, like, dude, like I was is like, that what it was, I like, find myself watching random Friday the 13th movies here and there, right? Like at work. Mm -hmm. um, and yesterday I was watching Jason Takes Manhattan, right? And supposedly it was like a, a high school prom. These fucking kids look like they're fucking seniors in, <laughs> in college, bro. Like the one who the one who hits on the principal, she looks like she's in her thirties, bro. But yes, that's what it is. That back then those actors were fucking adults, bro. Yeah. Um, 
and now we're seeing a big turn. And a, I can't wait to talk about this with you guys um, in a couple of weeks or whenever the show is over. But Chucky, Chucky um, oh, himself yeah. has a big we're, we're, cast under yeah. 18. Um, and they're awesome, those kids, man. And and the fact that they're under eight, and a primarily all under 18 a protagonist cast, right? It makes it so much more impactful. I mean, speaking of kid adventure and horror, right? Like we're we're gonna get into that. Hang like hang tight for that one. Hang definitely. tight on that one because we're waiting for the end of that show in order to uh, to bring it out for you yeah, guys. Because go, it's just go so check. Good. Yeah, as a recommendation, go check out that show if you haven't seen. Yeah, Chucky, don't worry about like, Ghostbusters. Go check out Chucky <laughs> on Sci Fi USA. Um, <laughs> it's every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Um, right now it's it's going into episode number seven think, or eight. Right? I think they got like two more left I, yes I, yeah. it's 10 in total yeah. um it's it's fucking awesome and take it from me guys yeah, yeah like i am i am not a chucky fan i nope. don't like child's play we, i think it's go ridiculous. listen to the, go listen to that child's yes. play episode for the whole concept of yeah. the killing doll is a joke to me honestly but man don mancini like had like i don't know what kind of shit he's on but he rejuvenated the entire franchise with this show and i for one am a huge fan of this show and of chucky in this show they brought brad deriff back as the original voice which is huge yeah oh my god the guy is the voice acting that that guy is capable of is yeah. crazy uh, crazy, uh, we'll, crazy crazy uh, we'll get into that uh but we'll sure. definitely get into that more um hopefully next month when the show is um wraps up Yes. We'll get it to you guys. Again, go check that out, actually. Out of everything we talked about, go check out Chucky. That way you guys can be all caught up when we talk about it. It's just fair. Yeah. Um, And go check out Ghostbusters, too. But, folks, thank you once again for joining us on episode 89 of The Morgue, an official Course Feed podcast. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And always a big thank you and a big shout out to Del Virus for the artwork, Mr. Glenn Morawski for the music. And a big shout out to you guys for listening. We highly appreciate it. We know you guys are listening. We know you guys are tuning in every week. And we thank you so much for that. And again, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it.